0: I wonder if you noticed how in today's gospel lesson, the intensity seemed to heighten and the commitment seemed to deepen as the text unfolded. Look, the Lamb of God. And so they went and stayed with him for a day. And Jesus said, you are Simon, but you will be called Peter. Look, stayed with him for a day, you will be called. In April of 2017, there was an online survey taken. People were asked why they stopped attending church. Uh, I read this with great interest. There were a multitude of answers. They were all listed for those of us who got to read the survey. Many of the answers you would have expected of why people stopped attending church, but it was the ones that were unexpected that I liked the best. And so I'm going to share some of my unexpected favorites with you this morning. Why did you stop attending church? We were out of peanut butter. There has got to be a backstory behind this answer somewhere. I just wanted to know what it was. Why did you stop attending church? I was too drunk, so I stayed home and watched Rambo. Because that's when my kids nap. My wife cooked bacon for breakfast and the whole family smelled like bacon. Didn't go extras. One of my favorites the pastor talks about the Bible too much. I got burned out on church and I've been taking a break for the last seven years. I guess all excellent reasons to avoid attending church. This this morning, I'm finding myself on the other side of this coin. As I read this story again this week and kind of sat with it, I started asking the related question. Why do people come to church? I mean, really, why do you get up on Sunday mornings and make your way to 847 Cleveland Street and find your way into this pew? I mean, are you here just to look or stay for the day or be called? Maybe it's just to look. I mean, after all, this is the first invitation of today's story. Jesus walks by, and John the Baptist says to his disciples, invites them, look, the Lamb of God. And we all know what it's like to just look. We've all been in that space before. Uh, While overseas a couple of weeks ago, I found myself in markets, gift shops on the streets of Athens and Jerusalem and Cyprus, and I'm not sure how many times and how many vendors I had to say, I'm just looking. Wandered those same streets trying to decide on a place to eat, trying to decipher the posted menus outside, deciding what would perfectly appease my taste buds. And I'm not sure how many times I had to say to someone who asked, would you like to come in and sit down? Would you like to come in and sit down? No, I'm just looking. It's really a way of saying, I'm not ready to commit to this. Now, I don't want to miss anything. I want to look and make sure I see everything that's here. I want to see what you've got but I'm just looking. And I guess some of us crawl out of bed on Sundays and make our way to the pews of churches because we really don't want to miss anything. And in the holiest of ways, in the holiest of ways, we are looking to behold the Lamb of God. Maybe looking to see what a 100% inclusive church looks like. Looking to see what the dedication of a piano looks like last week. Looking to see what musical artist will be here today. Is it Alice Cooper's guitarist? Is it Morton Larson? Is it Livingston Taylor? Commercial break, Livingston Taylor will be here on June the 21st, Sunday morning, so feel free to be here and be a part of the service. Looking to see what new mission effort is going to be engaged. Are we taking Tutu Desk to Africa again, or education to Cuba, or a pilgrimage to Israel, or building a Habitat home across town? For those who are just looking, I get it. It's a holy experience. And church is a great place to come and just look. But the text intensifies. This this story deepens as we read on. These disciples look, and then they follow Jesus for a way, and in verse 39 it says, and they stayed with him for the day. Almost like we're going to try out this new Messiah. We want to try out this new teacher. We want to see what this teacher is all about. We've been following John the Baptist. We want to try Jesus out for the day. And I'm sure that there are some people who've moved beyond looking in their life and they engage church and engage faith to stay for the day. See what this is like in my mind, it's almost like trying out a new hobby. Is this something I'm going to enjoy? Is this something I want to invest my life in? Is this something that's going to bring meaning and purpose to my life? Uh, I'll be honest, I've stayed with a lot of things for a day, and some things for not much more than a day. Uh, I refinished furniture for a day. Uh, That was messy and smelly, and the chemicals burn your hands if they get on your hands, and I stayed with it for a day. I hung wallpaper for a day. Uh, When the pastor search committee interviewed me, they will remember this, they asked, do you have any vices? I said, the only one I can think of is I cuss when I hang wallpaper, I'm just going to have to admit it. I'm just going to put it out there. So I only hung wallpaper for a day. I, I refused to do that. I took flying lessons for one day. About 25 years ago, I decided to take flying lessons. The instructor took me up. Uh, I will admit, and many of you know this, I am not mechanically or technologically inclined. I do not have an engineering mind. He started talking about angles and lifts and uh, velocities. And, And I asked him, how do I know where I'm going? And he said, just tilt the airplane to one side and look at the road and follow the road underneath you. And I knew this was not for me. So do they do that in the jets? I don't think so. For a day. And, And I guess for some people, church, it's one more thing in their life, one more thing on their calendar, something to stay with for the day. A good friend of mine in Macon was negotiating with his elementary school son about baseball practice and all the other extracurricular activities in his life, And and his son was trying to argue that he needed to miss church for some of these things that he had signed up for. And and I'll never forget what, what my friend told his child. He said, I don't want faith and church to be one more thing in your life. I want your faith to be the thing in your life that shapes and dictates everything else. Which is really where this text ends. Are we just looking, or do we want to stay for the day, or you are Simon, but you will be called Peter. I think some people get up on Sunday morning and make their way to pews because they really want their lives to be changed. There's something within their life or something externally around them. They want their life to be changed. You are Simon, but you will be called Peter. Simon in the Greek means flighty, indecisive, reactive. You are Simon. You're going to be called Peter. Rock. Becoming a follower of Jesus meant a real change in Simon Peter's life. And we watch it as the gospel story moves along. He is flighty. He is indecisive. I want to walk on water. I want to walk on water. I want to walk on water. And then he sinks. Every one of you are going to deny me. I'm not going to deny you. I'm not going to deny you. Even if I have to die, I'll never deny you. And the accusation of one servant girl pushes him over the edge. Flighty. Indecisive. Reactive. Reactive. But later at Pentecost, it's Peter who stands and boldly preaches before a crowd. After that, it's Peter that is imprisoned by Herod Agrippa. After that, it's Peter that is imprisoned in Rome and crucified in Rome for his faith on the place where reputably the Vatican stands today. Peter Peter didn't just want to look, and he didn't want to just stay for the day. His life was changed. I was the associate pastor at Marietta First Baptist Church in Marietta, Georgia, when I graduated from seminary. John's mother made an appointment, and John's mother made her way to the office. John was a very popular teenager at Marietta High School. He attended our church regularly, but I had never met his parents Uh, John had made a profession of faith on a Sunday before. He wanted to be baptized, and his mom called to make an appointment with me. His mom and dad were not churchgoers. They were not really people of faith expression, but very, very nice people. And I will never forget the visit and never forget her words. She came in, and she sat down in my office, and she said, Jim, I don't mind John becoming a Christian. And I really don't mind John being baptized into your church. I just don't want him to take it too seriously. I I, I don't want him to become a fanatic or something like that. And I watched John grow up and graduate and go to college and attend seminary because he didn't want to just look. He didn't want to just stay for the day. He found something that could change his life. Wilbur Rees died in 2018. He was the pastor and later emeritus pastor of Shalom United Christian Church in Richland, Washington. Uh, Wilbur is probably best known for a poem that he wrote, and it actually became the title of a book by the same name. Uh, the title of the poem in the book is Three Dollars Worth of God. It goes like this. I would like to buy three dollars worth of God, Please. Not enough to explode my soul or disturb my sleep, but just enough to equal a cup of warm milk or a snooze in the sunshine. I don't want enough of God to make me love a black man or pick beets with a migrant. I want ecstasy, not transformation. I want warmth of a womb, not a new birth. I want a pound of the eternal in a sack that I can carry with me. I'd like to buy $3 worth of God, please. What are you looking for? It's interesting that that question are the first words that Jesus speaks in the Gospel of John. The very first words out of Jesus' mouth in the Gospel of John, what are you looking for? Are you just looking? Are you looking to stay for the day? Or do you want your life to change? We usually find what we're looking for. Let's pray together. Loving God, for your call on our lives, we are thankful. It is an act of grace and love. Thank you. For the freedom to choose, to follow or not, Thank you. It is a gift. And for the grand adventure that you set before us, when we stop looking or just staying for the day, and truly allow our lives to be changed, no matter how long or how hard it is, for that we are grateful as well. For all of these gifts and more, thank you. We pray all of these things in Christ's name. Amen. This morning we give you an opportunity to do more than look or just stay for the day, but to unite your life with Christ and unite your life with this church. If you would like to join this fellowship by baptism, you may come forward and profess your faith for the first time, be baptized at a later date. Or if you've already been baptized but would like to make this your church home, your place of worship and work, uh, we would welcome you. I'm going to be standing down front to welcome you. You may walk forward during the singing of this hymn, And the hymn is numbered 276, O Jesus, I have promised. Let's stand and respond as God's spirit.